Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You don't like this. I like this. I think it's bizarre. Speaking of one of the uh, the prospects, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a guy. Can he play fullback here? He's going to be. Has a house somewhere, right? Yeah, he does. Yes, yeah, landlord, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if he moved into that house yeah. and then rehab? Oh, it yeah. Then, no, we, we don't need him in Kansas City, but he's going to be one that's going to fluctuate. Right, I guess he's 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 intriguing. One of those intriguing prospects. I don't know if we've gotten to the break them down, build them back up. I don't know where we're at in that. We're that in the break them down stage right now. Uh, we're in the break them down stage. It's going to be build them up though, right? Yeah. When he hits his pro day and kicks ass at his pro day, we go, oh my gosh. Right. Um. Says he wants to be a legend, like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. I love it. Now go do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Say you want to be, he wears 15 too. Uh, say you want to be the uh, the next Patrick Mahomes. How many kids are going to be wearing 15 now because of Mahomes too, yeah. right? I train for everything, so I'm trying to showcase what I'm able to do. He envisions himself as the next great quarterback to enter the NFL and wants to be considered in the same regard as Mahomes and Brady. Mm-hmm. A legend. I see myself, you know. I want to be a legend. Legend, Bob. I want to be like Patrick Mahomes. I want to be like Tom Brady. I want to be one of the greats. I will be one of the greats because I'm willing to work that hard and get to that point. And so to answer that question, I feel like I'm going to be one of the greats in the next few years. Legend, Bob. I love it. Go do it, kid. See, I'm totally opposite. If I'm him, I'm coming in the league and I'm saying, you know what? I want to be the next Andy Dalton. Why put the pressure on yourself to be Patrick Mahomes or uh, Tom Brady or anybody of that matter? Just come into the league and say, you know what? I'd like to have a nice career like Andy Dalton and then go out there and overachieve. Like, set the bar low. I'd like to be the next Chase Daniel. You know, we, we, we talk about it all the time where these guys come in with these high expectations and, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. And, and, and you have said it in, in, in the past as well. Why set the expectations so high? Come in and just you know, say, I'm going to be just a fine player well, and then overachieve and then shoot for the stars. Like I, somebody else saying is different to me than you saying it. I want him to have, like... I want him to have that confidence. Yes, like, I want him yeah. to have that confidence, yeah. but I also, like, now he's set the bar for himself. I, he, now he's coming in, and people are going, well, he wants to be Patrick LeBron Mahomes. saying seven titles. Well, it's up there. Go out there and set that bar some, low. Play with some confidence. Now you got to go do it. Tell him you want to be the next Kyler Murray, or you want to be the next Andy Dalton, or you want to be the next Justin Fields. That bar's don't, not high enough. Don't set, but right, but so when you overachieve, you're like, wow, look at this guy. I only he wanted to be Kyler Murray, and I ended up being Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's right. I go, like this kid. Go out there and overachieve. Don't put the pressure on yourself. It's one thing for the Schefters of the world to say, oh, this is the next Patrick Mahomes. And that's what I don't right? like. I don't okay, like that. that that's His fine. comparison is Johnny Unitas. No, right. I don't know. It's not. Do but. all that, but don't put that pressure on yourself. If you're that kid, man, just go in and be in the next Andy Dalton. You'll be fine. I like, I like this. And kid. then overachieve and everybody be like, wow, look how great this kid is. Because now the expectation is going to be there. And whatever fan base gets him is going to say, he said he was Patrick Mahomes. Nobody can be Patrick Mahomes. You just can't. Right. Like, don't compare anybody going forward at the quarterback position to Mahomes or Brady.
Compare them to everybody else, but don't do Mahomes and Brady because they're in such an echelon that is just completely different than everybody else. Yep. Anthony, was it Tony Richardson? Anthony Richardson? That's how I remember it. Right. Go get him, kid. Correct. I'm in your camp. Go get him. I'm uh, also in the camp of man who ordered food. So you're on the you're you're on the driver's side or the no, man's side? I'm, no, order taker side. Really? Yeah. The order taker, not the order giver. The guy who ordered the food. Okay. Not the driver. Oh, you're not the driver's no. side. All right. Are you on the driver's oh, side? No, oh, okay. No, no. I see what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm confused. Yes. <laughs> Who's on first? Yeah. Tony Richardson. Right. <laughs> the next Andy Dalton. The the vi- viral video of the weekend was Door DoorDash driver upset about an eight dollar tip. Was going to refuse to give the man his food. Right. It's like a thousand dollars worth of food or something, right? No, uh-uh. just an order. Oh, I thought it said a thousand dollars worth of food. No, just an order. Just an order. Just took her forty minutes to drive. Drove 40 minutes, 12 and a half miles. I should get more than an $8 tip. Should you? Forty minutes for eight bucks. Plus the cost of the ride. Which DoorDash takes a certain percentage, obviously, but you get the rest. Right. You Plus get, the tip. You get paid. Yeah. You get paid to do your job, right? And right. tips are bonuses. Correct. Right? Right. We tip too much in this country. We've got to find a way for the, the companies to pay the freight on this stuff. And, and somebody got an order and tipped eight bucks. Yeah. Seems like it's okay, mm-hmm. right? This person said, well, I had to drive 40 minutes, 12 and a half miles to get this. Person said, not my problem. Like, the, I've made this drive. It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, but also, there, I, I, I don't have a problem with this one. Also, if I'm not mistaken, when you do DoorDash, it's very much like Uber. You choose the route you want to do, correct? Yeah, you could pick up the like fare no, or not pick up the fare. Nobody's assigning you to this yeah, route. No. So you chose the route. Yeah. You delivered the food right. on your choice. You got paid for the drive plus an $8 tip, and now you're complaining about it? Correct. Go kick rocks, lady. And then was he going to give the hand over the food? I never saw how much the order was. I, somewhere I read something about a $1,000 order. Well, that, I don't if, know. 1000 bucks. I mean, that's, that's some work probably then. That's yeah, the case. But it may not have been. I don't know. Maybe I was reading a different story. The only story I saw was $8 tip, and the complaint was it took too long to go get the food. And she should, she should get more. Well, then don't take the order. It's pretty simple. If you don't think that order is worth your time, don't hit take order. I need to speak to you. I don't think you realize where they're coming from, so I need to speak to you. Where what's coming from? Where the food you ordered is coming from. I don't think you realize the distance that it's come from because then you would never actually have given what you gave. So I think you can come and see face-to-face. Because I drove 40 minutes. I drove 40 minutes, and it was extremely far, and I got it to you early. So I don't think you realize where you work from. I'm not, I don't understand. Um, well, I think from where? From the restaurant that you ordered from. Do you realize how far it is? Do you realize you ordered from Colmac and you're in Smithtown? 
That's a that's a 15, 20 minute drive. It's not. You need to try to drive it. I just drove it. It's 40 minutes. It's it's 12 and a half miles. So I don't think you realize how far it is. So but I think you just have to pick up if you think it's that far. I they don't let us know how far. So I think you need to adjust your tip to make it right. How much is the tip? You gave an eight dollar tip. What the hell are you looking for? Okay, I'm gonna bring the food back. I'm gonna bring the food back. Okay. Okay. Guys, like, okay. What would have made it better? Another five bucks? I might have paid her five bucks to go away, but she's gonna cost you on your on your 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 ring. Yeah. For how much more? What was the what was the fair rate there? I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, if you, again, if you don't like it, don't take the fare from the text line here. Uh, it, it's talking about DoorDash drivers can see how much you tip beforehand, so lower your tip the crappier the service. Okay. Uh, from the 913, when a dash give you the tip until it's over, right? You put it in, I think, ahead of time, according to this guy. When a oh, dash, you put it in. Because I, I haven't done the DoorDash, but they like the Uber one, I wait till it's you, you over. You wait till it's over. I'm not going to yeah. give you the, you know, we're, we're going to. We're going to finalize the transaction. You're going to get your money, and then I'm going to tip you out. Right, and if you do great service, you'll get a better tip. Yeah. When a dasher gets a request, we're shown total distance and the amount up front, and we decide if we want to accept it. Okay. Exactly. So if you saw this, the tip was already built in, why did you take the fare? If that wasn't an acceptable you know, transaction for you, why did you take the fare? Why are we in a society where we want to blame everybody else for our problems? This is peak 2023. It's somebody else's fault. No, lady, you took the fare. You agreed to do it. You saw the tip. You, you got... saw the amount. You accepted it. It's on you. Suck it up, buttercup. Eight bucks plus whatever they're paying yeah. per hour. All right, it's maybe on the lower end, but, you know. Eight bucks for a run doesn't sound like a bad tip. No. no. From the 816, at this point, I'm adjusting the tip to zero. <laughs> right. <laughs> Because normally, you know, you get like a sub sandwich. Like I'll send something to Savannah every once in a while. Get her a sub sandwich, bag of chips, What's a cookie, and a, a drink. Though. Right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It usually comes out to be, you know, a good, by by time it's all said and done, you know, $24, $30. You know, with right. the tip, the driver fee, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I'll adjust that tip for you, lady. Yeah, it says uh, she's been let go by DoorDash from the text line. You so, think? Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm, 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 I'm good on this one, man. I don't think she's cut off. She, she, she can go kick rocks. Seriously, like you're a pain in the ass. And if I was DoorDash, I'd be like, yeah, I, we can't get you out of here fast enough. Again, you clicked accept. Nobody else did. There was nobody in the car that forced you to do that. No boss told you to do that. This is legit on your own type of job. You, lady, clicked accept. Nobody else. And once you clicked accept, you agreed to those terms. If you didn't like those terms, pass! Pass. Good Lord. I I mean, my God. This woman thinks she was going to go viral and people were going to feel sorry for her? No. Nobody feels sorry for you, lady. I'm just saying, what was she? I, I'm curious what she was arguing about. Like, <sighs> if she got a $13 tip, would she have gone away? Like, you're going to really take my food back over five bucks? Yeah. Kind of sounded like it. God. How much tip did she want? What would have been fair? Right. 13 bucks? I don't know. Did that make it all right? $16, double it? I don't know. Again, she accepted it. I don't really care if it was a $2 tip and you click accept, that's on you. Mm. Personal responsibility. Uh, 
Adults screwing things up. Alabama edition. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. That's a great question. Thank you. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Adults screw things up, which is most of the time, right? Uh, this story comes from Alabama, Alabama. A uh, youth girls basketball team won their league. Congratulations. Okay. That's great. Yeah. They were denied the championship trophy, though. Are they having an illegal player? Nope. They beat the boys in the oh, final. Well, they should get two trophies then. They're fifth graders. Uh huh. They're playing in the in a, in a in a boys league because they were told to. And they won the league, and then the league decided to give the trophy to the boys. Why? Why were they told to play in the the girls play in a so, boys league? So this is a, a team in Hoover, Alabama. Isn't that where the SEC is headquartered? I think, I think, that's, I think that's where the uh, SEC media days. Oh, been. is that where it is? Hoover, okay, Hoover. Hoover, Alabama. So apparently, this team was told named after President Franklin. They were practicing at this uh, at this uh, at this uh, gym, and the only way they could get their practice time at this gym is if they joined this league. Mm-hmm. And it was boys, so they joined the league. Okay, let me let me pause here. I guess they couldn't find another gym to join or whatever. They were already there. Whatever In order the case to use their gym okay. for their practices, they had to pay to play in the rec league. Okay. The rec league was fifth grade boys. All right. According to one of the mothers, the girls were in the middle of the pack throughout most of the season, lost several close games by a point or two, 
playing the boys was a challenge they rose to meet. That's awesome. Though. It like made it, them it, better players and a better team. Yeah, absolutely. If you're the girls, you're like, all right, we get to play against the boys. It's it's fun. Good competition, right? They were told before the championship that they could play in it, but if they won, they would not be allowed to have the trophy. They were told beforehand. Yes. Okay. Mom said, excuse me, what? What did they do to get disqualified? Did they not pay their dues? Did they not play up to the level of competition? Oh, it's because they're girls. Oh, come on now. So sure enough, the fifth grade girls played their hearts out, left it all on the floor, battled their male counterparts, only to be told, no, sorry, you don't count. That's according to one of the mothers. So apparently, they were good. They had a a mandate. Mm-hmm. Hey, in order to play, you got to play in this league. Okay, we'll play in this league. It's cool. We'll play in this league. And then they won the league, and then you're not going to reward them for it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's bupkis, man. I could see if the shoe's on the other foot and, and a boys team went and ran rough shot over a girls league or something like that. You're not giving the boys the trophy. But the girls went out there and they won the league. Give them the damn trophy. Yeah. Plus, it's fifth grade. Give them the trophy. Yeah, like, what are we doing grade. here? Like, we give everybody a trophy today. Everybody gets a sticker. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody gets a prize. Everybody gets a piece of candy. And now here's the first opportunity we have to present a legit trophy. We're saying, no, we're not giving it to you because you're girls. So they won the title. What do they do? Go and hand the trophy to the other team? They gave it to the number two team. Congratulations on your loss, your champions. What are we we teaching here? We're not teaching life lessons here, are we? That's not a life lesson. If you go out there and do what you're told and win and dominate your job, you should get a prize. The girls did that. They won. Give them the prize. Give them the trophy. I don't understand this one at all. And if you're the boys that finished second to even really want that trophy, we lost. You didn't win. Uh, So Deadspin's on the case, which I like. They've reached out to the city of Hoover. Oh, well, the city's going to get involved now. That's that's just what we need. City leaders involved. Yeah. Yeah. The city of Hoover rec department. (sighs) Who now say that they're going to try to make things right for the girls. It was a no-brainer. They won. Give them the trophy and move on. It's not even a story. Yeah, Nobody's even talking about correct, this. Correct. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. What, what are you going to do to make it right? You had the opportunity to make it right. Congratulations. You won. Here's the trophy. Hoover has limited gym space and high demand for practice facilities. It makes it extremely difficult to accommodate everyone. Okay. Hoover's policy okay. has always been that if you want to use the gym, then you must participate in the rec league. Okay, fair Most enough. Most teams then want to keep their teams together, and they play them in the rec league. Yeah. Since this would be an unfair advantage because uh, most of these are, like, basically, a, it sounds like like a traveling team played in a rec league. Mm-hmm. Kind of what it is, or a team you wanted to keep together um, to play in this rec league. And a lot of times the boys are required to play up to grade levels if they do so. Okay. Okay. In this case, the girls are in fifth grade, and there's no seventh grade girls rec league, so they had to play against fifth grade boys. So what, the fifth grade boys' parents complain that this – Team was running circles around them. Do better. It didn't sound like they were until they won the championship. Right. According to one of the mothers, like, that was pretty competitive most of the time. It's like we, it's like the girls were crushing everybody in this league. Mm-hmm. They were competitive in this league and ended up, ended up winning the, the championship at the end. Give w- them the trophy. Was anybody complaining all season long, or is this the Probably. first we're hearing about Probably. this? Probably, but yeah, this is the first, well, first Alabama. we're hearing of this. Yeah. Uh, your mall smells. What? Your mall smells. <laughs> that is me, right? a good transition. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even take a breath <laughs> at all. At all, your mall smells like like you you, you were like like. <laughs> I'm trying to work in a beaver tranquilizer <laughs> drop here, I don't, and and you go right into I don't mall pay smells. Me for nothing here. Your mall smells. That's the story. Your mall smells. 
<laughs> yeah, Eater Magazine did a study of the best smells at the mall when it comes to the food court. How Cinnabon is not number one on this list is beyond me. The fact is, Cinnabon didn't even come in at number two on this list of all of the great mall smells. We've all been in the mall, right? You walk into that mall, and what's the first thing that hits you right in the face? It's the smell of Cinnabon or something like that, right? You smell that right away when you go into the mall, whether you're there or not for Cinnabon. And this list said Cinnabon comes in at number five Mm. as the fifth best mall smell uh, behind um, something that I've never heard of before. Uh, then KFC, then the Halal guys, and then Annie Ann's comes in at number one. I can see the, pret- the pretzel being number one. I, and, I'm, and, I'm good with that. And, and I can as well can because I, I think Annie Butter. Ann's is a great smelling stand. But Cinnabon, and I don't get Cinnabons. I've never been like a huge cinnamon roll fan. Like if they're there, I'll eat them. But it's not like something I crave or want to have or anything like that. But Cinnabon, when you walk into the mall, that's the smell that hits you right away. That's the smell you go for. That's the best smell at the mall is Cinnabon. Whether you like cinnamon rolls or not, Cinnabon is the number one mall smell. What the hell else would be in malls if we didn't have the Cinnabon? There, right, Annie right? Ann's is up there for me. Annie though. Ann's yeah. is up there. I smell a, a, a salty, a yep. buttery pretzel. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And, and Cinnabon is still number one. I'm not getting Cinnabon, but it's still the number one smell. I could see how Halal guys would, would smell great. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know when I've been to a mall that's had that necessarily, but right. if you gave me some uh, something on that, what is that thing that spins around? They, they shave the meat the off. shawarma? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. Oh, that's fantastic, yeah. right? That, Phenomenal like food, food, right? Phenomenal food. So that, that smells great as well. But Annie Ann's is up there. Where the hell is the Toll House cookie stand smell, right? You walk into the mall, you smell those chocolate chip cookies bacon. You walk by, you see them in the case. They're gooey. They're delicious. They're tender. They're wonderful Toll House cookies. Why isn't that on the list of, mm. uh, of wonderful smells? Why isn't smells? Spencer's on there? Spencer's gift. You ever go in there and smell? <laughs> it smells Heck like yeah, plastic. Yeah, it's got a smell yeah, to it. It definitely it's does. <laughs> and where the hell is the movie theater popcorn smell, right? Yeah, you can you can that's well outside the theater too. Right. And that waves throughout yeah. the entire mall. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, missed a few on here. I think they did as well. Like you can get smells of the perfume and stuff when you you know you park at Macy's and you walk through and the woman's there spraying the cologne and stuff like that. You can smell all that. That's the roasted all good. nuts kiosk. Oh, oh yeah. Text line nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Nailed it right there. Yeah. That's the best smell now at Kauffman Stadium. Now that they don't have the peppers and onions on the flat top. That is correct. It's a person the, with the cart yeah. out there in the, in the middle there. The nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that a good one. Yep. Hickory Farms during the Christmas time. You smell that. Mm. What you smell from Hickory Farms, the though. The meats and Usually cheeses. Usually that Vermont cheddar doesn't smell until you get up sausage. to it. You're like, yeah, you and get then you a take good a big whiff. whiff. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get close to the Hickory Farms to smell it though. I'm talking about the the, the no the, the yeah the the no, the nut one is really good. Everybody's texting in that one right now. Abercrombie <laughs> that smells like sadness and '90s yeah, cologne. Yeah, it does have a smell to it. Yeah. Uh, so your your favorite. Topsies, distinctive yeah. mall smells at 913-586-7610. Walk by Sears and smell the tires the and tires tools. The tires and tools, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, the smell of rubber is really good. When you walk through Sears, it's like, I'm Tim the Toolman Taylor. Like, that's just Sears right there. Craftsman. Yeah. Milwaukee. You continue way in at 913 Oh, yeah, the coffee place, yeah. Bobby, want to read some more? Yeah. Bright lights? Bright <laughs> lights? Shiny lights? <laughs> I guess if there's demand, 
Go ahead and trade him, but if not, there's no need to. Next. Fesco in the morning. That's just what we need. People coaching football games from their mom's basement. We already have enough of that. We have enough of that, man. It's called Pro Football Focus. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Well, 610 Sports Radio. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten on the Jay Southland. What was that Service mall? Did you say mall. mall? Mall smells. Okay. The the smell of nuts is coming in a lot. Yeah. Do you like the smell of nuts, B Dub? Which ones? The roasting nuts at the stadium. The, uh... He set you up. I mean, it was on the tee. Four hundred fifty feet. I guess we did see Ryan this weekend, so we're a little immature still. See ball, hit ball. That's true. See ball, hit ball. Yeah. Uh, nothing like the smell of fresh charcuterie that comes in from a P. Sweeney I on the agree. text line. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Smell of the leather bound books at Barnes and Noble. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. From the 785. And the mall Santa. Very distinctive smell. Yeah. It smells a little it's bit true. like B.O. and booze. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Must and E and J. I was in Oak Park for the first time in about a year. It smelled like desperation. Someone else says. Oh, wow. Desperation Samba. <laughs> Every mall has that bad pizza place in the food court that smells so good but tastes so bad. Yes, Bar- Sabaro is, is the name Sabaro. of that. <laughs> yeah. I love Sabaro. Of course you do. You grew Sbarro's. up in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, that was the closest we had to New York pizza. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Love Sbarro. It was just, it's great grease. Yeah. It's fantastic grease. Is right. the leather place still a store? What was that? Like Wilson's, Wilson's leather? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that still in existence? I, I would think. I found an old leather coat this weekend, and I, I, I'm putting that in the Goodwill. I haven't worn that in 20 years. <laughs> so my wife goes away. I start my cleaning wife. out things, You got to keep right? those, though, just in case they're back Until they in. come back. I don't know. Then put it on eBay. So I'm going through this front closet where I can't fit any of my coats because it's packed with all of her coats. And she goes, those are all your coats in there. So I took every single coat out and tried it on. Every single one was a woman's small. That was my wife's. Ah. My kids videotaped and sent her every video. <laughs> Me trying on, could barely get one arm, and I go, yeah, these are definitely these are mine. mine. Yeah, yeah, these are not these mine. Are, so throw these away now. Yeah, so I'm going to get rid of that uh, that leather coat. Um, but somebody did text in from the seven eight five. Not every mall has a Cinnabon. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate that. Coach. You, Thank you. Yeah, didn't realize that, but it's oh, Yankee Candle. Mornings. That's a good smell too. Yeah. The it's smell a- of asphalt at, the, at at a theme park. <laughs> Walk in. That's your number one mall smell. <laughs> Yeah, what the? I do like yeah, the smell the of asphalt of and tar. I don't mind that smell. Is that weird? The mall smells like bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Malls are always crowded. I don't know. Parking lots always look full. They do. I drove by the Oak Park Mall yesterday. There's a guy selling steaks at a tent out of a truck. I hope he's got a permit. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Appreciate the hustle. I just can't. I, I just don't have patience for malls anymore. I, I have no interest in going. Yeah, 
Kids are once in a while like, we need something. Mall? Nah. I'm out. I can't tell you the last time I, I said just walk foot. In, I just want to walk into a store. I don't want to navigate through and um, go in the wrong door anymore. I mean, I'm trying to think. The but last I, mall was Mall of America like two years ago. We took the kids up there. I don't know the last time I said foot in the Oak Park Mall. I, it was before COVID. I know that. Yeah, probably. I just don't like walking because you're inevitably the store you want at the other end. And yeah. you're always going in the wrong side. And mm-hmm. you park where you... Can remember where your car's at. You know, I don't want. Now you can look at your phone for that now, Grandpa. I don't you want can find. That. I no, can't remember like, my car. I, I gotta go in this door. You know, I gotta go in the same door every time, and then it's like I don't want. Hey, do you this. know what? If you look on the outside of the building, it has the names of the stores, so you have an idea no, of where to park. No. I always just go in at the food court, just so I know I don't get. <laughs> that's lost. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Just, you park. You park at the one spot. You go in. You're like, that's the one I go in. Because I know I'm getting original pizza at some point, and some cookies, and then uh-huh. whatever else Savannah wants to go look at. Right. The urinal cakes in the restroom, I do, yeah. And how come every mall has a restroom that's down this long hallway? Long, Have you ever been to a mall hallway. where the restroom wasn't down some long, creepy hallway? Every mall was designed like that. It's almost like they forgot to put them in. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a bathroom. All right, let's put it in the back room somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Can't read that one. Are you talking about the top one? I think so. I don't what? know. I, I don't know. BW, read that one for Man, us. I don't, I don't know if you can. Why not? Know. You, you don't like the it. smell of uh, dicks, sporting goods at the mall? Yeah, I, do, the f- I do. Yeah. You smell, you smell the rubber shoes. basketballs and oh, the shoes. The weights. Yeah. Yeah. New shoe smell. Yeah. Got the weights. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you get a fresh pair of J's. I do like this one from the 913. I like the smell of sunglasses, huh? LOL. <laughs> You're right <laughs> in my alley, man. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> I bought steaks from that guy in the parking lot last year. <laughs> hey, and he's still alive. Hey, all right. He, was, he bought it last year, so he's still alive. Right. Mm. I just thought of, I'd drive it down. I'm like, that guy's selling steaks in a tent out of the back of a truck. Awesome. Way to go. While supplies last. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it might not, might not last, but go for it. Go for it. Just remember Aladdin's Castle and then pizza or just a... Uh, the state company right there, Bannister Mall. You had Aladdin's Castle or the Fun Factory. You had steak. Aladdin's Castle had a smell, too. It did. Oh, heck oh, yeah, God, it did. yeah, it did. Yeah. Heck yeah. Dirty carpet. Yeah, dirty carpet. Yep. <laughs> smell of arcades and those and gross coins. Remember back in the day, we didn't care. We had didn't care. Dirty quarters. Didn't that came care. Out your hands fingers. would be black, yeah. full of yeah. soot from yeah. touching all that stuff. Oh. And then you licked them, and you were fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem. Because you had your you drink see. setting up on the machine. Yeah, now somebody licks their fingers, and you're like, oh, my God, wear a mask. Smell of arcades. I was thinking more about the disgusting coins. Yeah, and the smell of the carpet that had Could've clearly had cola buried in that thing for <laughs> years. Couldn't have been a commercial. Uh, Jeremy Fowler's on a heater right now of ESPN. Um, <laughs> this I, is his season. I don't know if he's the only one working or what's going on, but he's like the king of buzzwords right now. He's the one that delivered the uh, the Derek Carr has a has a has a somewhat of a lean towards the Jets. Mm-hmm. You know, that was making, making right. So here's another one of his. All right. Some teams have running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire on their radar as a potential trade option, though I don't believe Kansas City is actively shopping. Mm-hmm. I guess if he's got value. What's the highest you can get? For me, I've heard a fourth-round pick. 
If somebody gives you a fourth-round pick for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, are you taking it? The answer is yes, because we know the way that Brett Veach is able to draft, right? Yeah. I think, so, I think this, the, the ship has sailed on it being a not-good first-round pick. Right. Right? Right. Didn't live up to the to the to the pick. Mm-hmm. I guess you know you in, you trust Brett Veach that if you got a fourth round pick, Joshua Williams was a fourth round pick this past year, for instance. Okay, gave you good value this year, did he not? Sure. Expect some things from him moving forward, right? But also, you 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 stockpile more picks with the opportunity to even move even further around that. Draft, I don't hate right? it, but also you don't have. They're in a good spot here because. They can just use him for one more year. They got one more year. He's fairly cheap, and you're going to need depth at the running back spot. And what if he comes back and has a decent year? Right. Okay, great. That means he's performed well. It means the team has performed well. Mm-hmm. I'm in the camp of go get yourself, then go get yourself somebody else paying you. Correct, yeah. Like, no harm. I wouldn't be actively shopping him. I wouldn't turn down a phone call if somebody was calling me about him. I do have questions as to question why is, he wasn't the parade. Yeah, you know, that, that is interesting. Like, is, he, yeah. is, he, is he in if he's... He's not in, right? Which I could understand if he's not. He probably feels like he's on the outside looking in. Correct, correct. And needs to be moved on. I'd go ahead and do that too. If that scenario, right. I don't know that it is, but if that scenario was in play as well, I'd be looking at it. But what have you ever of, heard of somebody no showing a championship parade? It is, it is it's very weird. odd. It's very odd. Uh, but also, I think I could get something out of you if you're back. Yeah. And, and who's going to play running back right now if you don't? Because Derek McKinnon's not around right so you're gonna have isaiah pacheco and that dude runs so hard like I, I was talking to somebody in the nfl about a week or so ago about isaiah pacheco i'm like i really like him but he runs hard and the response back i go yeah they've got to teach him how to not run as hard right because it sounds ridiculous on the surface oh he runs hard but you want to prolong your career right you want to stay in the national football league for a long time don't go out there and just try to destroy everybody on every single play. You got to figure out a way to run a little bit smoother, a little bit lighter, not as hard as he's running right now. So if you weren't going to keep Clyde Edwards Alaire, now all of a sudden you got a running back issue because is Jarek McKinnon going to come back? Is Isaiah Pacheco going to be able to hold up for the long term? I think that's a position where you don't have to go out and get somebody whose name you recognize and is a big wow guy. You just need depth at that position. And Andy Reid is now shown for a decade. Just give me a stable of decent running backs and we'll figure out a way to make it work. So Clyde Edwards, Alaire, am I actively shopping him? No, I'll listen, but I still want to bring him back for one more year because I need depth on this roster right now. And if you get rid of Clyde Edwards, Alaire, then you're creating an area where you need to go fill where right now you may not have to actively go out there and search out a running back. Also, I feel there's like a little bit of misperception about not picking up the fifth-year option means they're gone. No, it just means they're not going to be here in year five. Right, right. This or is you come f- to a new contract with this them. This is year four. Right. <laughs> so right. you still have a year of contract remaining, mm-hmm. and you would just turn down the final year, which you should. Sure. But that doesn't preclude you from keeping him this year. No, not he at all. still be back. I mean, the Giants turned down the fifth-year option for Daniel Jones and for Saquon Barkley last year. I mean, you're, you're looking at – a situation in this league right now where I think a lot of teams are declining that fifth year option for players, unless it's like extravagant. You're like, Oh yeah, we got to keep this guy for one more year on this kind of contract. And I would think most players, Josh would like to have that fifth year option decline. I look at that right now, almost like I look at the franchise tag, like players are mad when they get the franchise tag, like it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Clyde would probably <laughs> like his fifth year option picked up. I think but, it was like five mil or something like that. I think. But, but if you're a good player and your fifth year option isn't picked up, that's fine. Go out there, hit the free agent 
agent market and and go make some serious cash on on the free agent market. And so I think if you're a player right now, not having your fifth year option picked up is probably a pretty good thing. And again, that only works for what first round draft picks. So you're not doing it for the second rounders, third rounders, blah, 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 down the line. You're only doing it with guys who were first round draft picks. And for Clyde Edwards, Alaire, I don't think the team should have picked up his fifth year option, but for him go out there and bust it this year. Maybe you hit the free agent market. And you make yourself a nice little payday. This draft prospect has a big fear and it's crossing him off some lists and it's stupid. Next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. find out some things at the combine you don't want to find out probably right i'm on the record combine does not interest me as like an entertainment event i like the fallout of it though so like you go do your combine and then tell me what happens yeah i'm, I'm great with that part of it you mean fall out if somebody falls out at the combine no no no, no, no. That, i'm interested in that that's fine that's fine then you draft him in the second round right and he becomes a star yeah and then then you're wondering if he gets a contract right. extension or mm-hmm. not it's, it's valid See, that's more interesting to me, talking about what's going to happen with Chris Jones potentially or talking about who to franchise and that kind of trickle. Mm-hmm. That, that's more important to me and more interesting, I should say, to me than watching dudes I've never heard of run a 40. Like, there was an offensive lineman who hit a stick very high, and everybody's was like, wow, when is an offensive lineman ever going to have to jump that high? <laughs> I, don't, I, I, just, I don't know. I mean, just, just I tell know. me. I don't know. Okay, great, he can jump. When is he? If he's jumping, uh-huh. we got issues. Because you're not jumping to knock down a pass as an offensive no, lineman. Uh-uh, uh-uh. There's there's really no reason whatsoever that for an offensive lineman has to jump. Yeah. Right? I get, no. I, I mean, we make fun of the 40 times for offensive linemen, too. Yeah. But every once in a while, you pull and you, you go, you're running downfield. I mean, yeah. Will Shield did that once. Um, so I, I think, like, some of the stuff is a little antiquated. So Will Levis, one of the top quarterback prospects for this uh, this in, uh, incoming NFL class. Mm-hmm. Apparently has a deathly fear of milk. I've never heard of milkophobia before. Okay. Or is it called dairy phobia? He doesn't. He's not lactose intolerant or anything. Lactose, yes. He is literally afraid of milk and screams at the sight of it. Doesn't like milk. Okay. It's a little weird. Yeah, I could see if he said, I don't like milk. Okay, fine. This, Afraid of milk is a little strange. It is strange. Yeah. This comes from totalprosports.com. This is said to be a concern among NFL teams as it, quote, okay. impedes his daily tasks. Okay. All right. Okay. They cite a tweet from a Jacob Infante. Omar's kid? Vote Jacob. I've never heard of him. <laughs> that was a different vote, though. I think that was the that was that werewolf show or whatever, right? You had to be Team Jacob or Team whatever, something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, team lead Wolf. NFL draft analyst for WC Gridiron. Apparently, writes for the Bears. Whatever, he's covering the combine. 
a legitimate concern NFL teams have with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis is his deathly fear of milk. It impedes his daily tasks, a source said. I'm worried how he'll fit in to an NFL program. Oh, come on now. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of dumb stuff. Usually every segment when we talk, it's dumb. But that That's ridiculous. If you're going to cross right him off your board because he he's going to be distracted because there's too, much, there's milk too much milk in his milk presence, in the facility, then Good he's Lord. not your quarterback. How has he made it through life? Right? If this I'm guy, sure he's, I'm sure he's coped with navigating around instances where he runs into milk. Right. In a cafeteria. I mean, yeah. Anywhere. Can he walk and shoot campus, gum? I mean, all those things. Uh, I'm guessing he's he's figured out a way. He's what, It'll 22, okay. 23 years old, roughly, yeah, right? Yeah. For, for all of this time on earth, I'm sure he's had run-ins with milk, like every day in the cafeteria during elementary school and every day in the cafeteria during high school and every day during college, like we probably, or every anytime you open the refrigerator at home, others want to enjoy the milk, right? You don't like the milk. You've got a fear of milk. I'm sure he's figured it out, okay? I'm sure he's figured it out. What are you doing as a team to cross a guy off your list? Could you read that again, please? Because that is the most nonsensical nonsense I've ever heard. Source said, I'm worried how he'll fit in an NFL program. Oh, God. What are we doing here? According to another writer, Scott Dooley says, I have never been as invested in someone in making the NFL as I am with Will Levis. He puts mayo in his coffee. You remember those videos, right? Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. He eats bananas without peeling them. Gross. And he has a deathly fear of milk. See, of all those things. He simply must be drafted, this person says, which is awesome. (laughs) Of all those things, like if I'm ranking them, why I would stay away from Will Levis, it's the mayo in the coffee. Bananas without peeling them is very bizarre. It is. But I wouldn't say, you know what, boy, this would get into the. But it's good fiber, Josh. He's probably got clean bowels. This will, this will, you know, this is really going to impede him getting in the playbook for me. I think I'm going to have to cross him off my draft. You're going to cross Will Levis off it because he's got a fear of milk, but yet you still draft Kyler Murray. Well, yeah, he was an athletic freak. He sucks, and he plays video games and doesn't care. Yeah, there's that. Or the guy that's afraid of milk. But he's a great knee bender. Yeah. I don't know how he's been in these, but. Like, you, 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 these same people legitimately celebrated Kyler Murray, who may be one of the worst teammates you could possibly find. And we got Will Levis, who's afraid of milk. You want to take him off your draft? That's board. correct. Okay. That's correct. That guy needs to be fired if he's a scout. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.